<gasps> Welcome to the <laughs> Are We Still Here podcast in real life. In real life, episode um, 27. 27. I've come all the way to um, sunny, skinny, but it's not sunny. So. Well, it was. It's raining now. I can't um, get you a refund, I'm afraid. No, well, I've come all the way because I <laughs> thought we'd record episode 27 and sometimes it's nice to, by the way, I fiddle. Like, I will 100% be, like, playing with this cushion and stuff. I just, like, cannot keep still. Like, already, I'm like, what am I going to hold in my hands? Do you want me to get you, like, a... A stretch ball. Spinner. No, I don't know. <laughs> this is fine. I'll just hold it like a... A, an a un- child. A child, yeah. A small um, child. We wanted to do a podcast in on a video, and um, we thought I'd come up and film it, because I had this orange sofa in my head, to be honest. It is. It does fit. With the white wall, the yes, aesthetic... And uh, we are filming on a laptop. I hope maybe next time we do this, we'll... We'll invest in a camera or something. I'll borrow one. Rent one to make it good quality. But Jess is going to tell us about the topic because it was her idea. Well, means actually... Well, the thing is, we could talk about stuff all day long. Like, yeah. it's, it's really easy for us to chat, but we wanted something that was going to be useful and, I don't know, entertaining for, for you guys to want to listen as well, which yeah. I don't know if anyone has heard or has listened to um elizabeth day's podcast of how to fail i love it It is one of my faves and um, she's also got a book out of it as well but i think failure comes up so much um for you and i as coaches doesn't it so for us it's one of those things where i think it's useful to share some of our experiences of our failures over life and it doesn't have to be around health and fitness it could just be things that have definitely helped us overcome or definitely taught us some life lessons yeah. um and I'm sure it has got a lesson in there that relates back to fitness as 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 pretty much anything that yeah, we do yeah. does no for sure but I thought it'd be a really good one to to maybe start with um some of our failures like what are some of our biggest failures that we've had and you're 30 I'm 31 there's definitely going to be a few that we've got a past lead and you just said before this you don't think that you're very not very risky person I am the least risky person but I I beg to differ because Sash went <laughs> and taught like in in her career not really recently in Saudi Arabia right yeah that was probably the riskiest thing that I've done still pretty risky yeah it's very risky but I, I I'm an overly cautious person you said this though because you're always thinking about the future I always right? I think about the future a lot and I always think like if something bad could happen then I'm just not going to do it um for example, um, I don't drive a car <laughs> because I got in a car crash when I was younger. I thought you were going to say, I just don't like to drive. I don't like, well, I got in a car crash, I must have been 16 or whatever, and I was absolutely fine, and I could have not been absolutely fine, but I was fine. Mm. And then when I, so I was 16, and then when I started driving lessons, was when, 17? Yeah, mm-hmm. 17. Um I was just in the car and I was like, I remember just thinking like, I don't want to drive a car. I don't want to do this. Like, what if, what if I crash or what if this happens or what if this happens? I'm just like, and then I did my, um, I did all the lessons and yeah. I did them again when I was 24. Really? Then, yeah. And I was like, I've done so many driving lessons. So have you got a license? No, because I, I get to the point where I, uh, my instructor would be like, okay you, you're ready to like, you need to book your test and I'd be like no don't want to do it I don't want to do it I don't want to do it and even like I worry like I'm a huge warrior as well so even like um 
well put it this way last night my boyfriend Dan and I were kept up by some loud Doris outside <laughs> and um he fell back asleep and I didn't because uh, I was just wired for some reason at 3am and he was had a long drive today and my thought process was I'd rather he was asleep because and I was awake because he's, he's got to do a big drive and I don't want him to be tired behind the wheel because he might crash and that happens all the time and then I'll look at statistics and I'll be like well 80,000 people in 2020 died because they were too tired behind the but wheel. But you're all right Barrel last to sleep next to <sighs> well, that's what I'm thinking like, he's snoring and I'm like well, I'm annoyed that I'm not asleep but I'm happy that he's asleep because at least he won't crash and die <laughs> wow <laughs> wow and so that's right so I don't drive because um what an insight I want to I, I I don't want to put myself at risk or anyone else and also I like to put some money away every month and I, and I always think I'll eat into that um and just things like I won't go on a water slide because I got stuck on one when I was a kid so I won't do that uh, I would never bungee jump I would never skydive in a million years oh my god that is literally one of my best, the best things I've ever done yeah see skydive. you could you could be like I'll give you a million quid if you, and I'd be like yeah good one jumping out of a plane no thanks don't like flying as it is let alone opening the door and fucking booting me out of it <laughs> no <laughs> anything risky is just not for me and I know it's bad and I know I need to work on it. And I know that's why um, I tend to like get comfortable and stay there. And I know that I should, but it's, com- it's nice here. <laughs> safe place. <laughs> Hashtag safe place. But I know I do. But I did move to Saudi Arabia. I did literally leave a business that I built for five years and then moved to Saudi um and would you say that was a success or a failure or would you say I think it was a success in the long run um it didn't necessarily go that well when I was there um because I got in arguments with the manager um I don't like him I still don't um our values were totally different so he they were telling us to do stuff and I didn't agree with it and lots of people there were just like oh I I, I agree with you Sash but uh, you know it's good money here and I just can't be bothered to get into like a but, but then in some ways that does make you a risk person because that's an example of people playing it safe not getting involved yeah yeah so and that whole being, scenario in Saudi was very risky for me yeah for sure you being like well I don't believe this therefore no. I'm going to stand up for it yeah. is is quite risk yeah yeah because I just think like as Jess and I both say, like in this whole health and fitness thing, it's health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Health is the umbrella and fitness is underneath uh-huh. a part of it. Uh-huh. So if people are, you know, within reason, obviously we know that athletes do this and everything, but if someone's risking their health for fitness, I'm just like, uh, what are we doing? Well, it defeats the object. Yeah. And over there we were, um, our health was declining but our fitness was increasing and for me it's like yeah okay if I was trying to win something or be an athlete I'd have to come to terms with the fact that my health would decrease and my health would but I come from a very healthy place in my life and to know that just to keep my job I had to do things that weren't necessarily good for me just did not sit right with me and I just couldn't do it I was like sorry no (laughs) and they were like you have to do it such I was like yeah, I understand that. 
uh, the answer's still no. Yeah. So I just couldn't do it. I was like, if, if, if I'm a health and fitness coach and my values and in my life are health, why, why risk the person I was and that the healthy body and mind that I had spent years developing for the sake of an arbitrary fitness test that meant nothing to me? So yeah. I, it was a risk. And then well, do you think then for you, it's like you aren't a risky person until it comes down to something that you really, truly believe in. And then it doesn't really matter if it's a risk or not because you stand by what you say. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm a very, it's like stubbornness, but like. But also like calculate. It's like yeah. calculated. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it, you've, you've done the math and it's like, yeah, it makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sticking by my guns with it. Yeah. And I think for some people, they might be like, oh God, I can't believe you that was so risky of you to stand up to people and say this and say that yeah, was. You were was. Like, but then you're like well no because I believe it so yeah so it is different in that way yeah so it was hard it was hard to know that I'd ha- I'd lose my job and I'd have to leave but it was easy for me to because I'd be like well it doesn't make any it yeah it needs to make sense, sense. yeah it has to like with obviously you and I always say in this like it has to make sense always what's the fucking point yeah make it make sense yeah no, I agree. So it was it was easy. It was an easy risk to take, and also because I knew I could just come home. It, but then again, that's probably why I risked it because I always think, oh, if it if so, if it doesn't work out, at least I can just go back. You've got like your own like sort of safety net, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, for sure. Which is which is a privilege to have because it's why we can take risks in business because yeah, you know, for sure. At least I could go and be like, mom, I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said this to Matt, like, so I started self in 2018. I went full time with it in 2020 in August. Mm-hmm. And like, I toyed around with going full time self-employed for about nine months, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I might do it all. Ah, shall I do it? Shall I? Yeah. yeah. And then like, eventually I'd literally go through like to Matt, like, um, and say like every t- single maybe once a week or maybe more frequently like yeah. I think I'm gonna do it today I'm gonna hand them a notice in at my other job yeah and like might be like okay do it and I'm like oh yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, not yet. tomorrow but then like the calculated risk of that was that I had Matt was like well whatever we need I'll, I'll support you financially yeah like do you know what I mean and yeah that that's always nice having that like safety blanket but like, I'm I'm a bit too proud like I wouldn't let Matt. No, so I even would though never. even though the offer's there, I would never. I would like we said just before this, like if if something happened tomorrow, God forbid, and Sasha and I were at work, we would both be go get a job in a supermarket, or and there's yeah. nothing wrong with having a job in a supermarket, but no. we would do whatever we need to do because like, I would imagine they're probably one of the most easy accessible jobs to go get. Yeah, that you would be able to just go do that, and that, I would do that. If I'd I go John Lewis, mate. Would you? Yeah, you get shares. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. Of course, and you know what it'll be not stressful you do, you go to work you do it you go home you just oh, yeah it'd be quite nice I quit John Lewis <laughs> there we go no for sure but that's the thing like I'm too proud I would never like my mum had to like I was my mum was saying like what do you want for Christmas and I was like nothing and she was like because we don't really do presents in our family we haven't done for ages but I got her something and then I was like she was like, oh, nothing at all. And I was like, just get me a bath mat. <laughs> so my bath mat was delivered yesterday. I got a new bath mat for my kids. 100% side of adulting when you start to ask stuff for your house. And I, yeah, I got um, hand cream to match my hand wash in my bathroom and a bath mat. Oh, nice. I asked my mum 
some pans this year. Pans? Yeah. That's great. Just want some really good pans. Yeah, yeah, pans are great. I would, yeah, that's it, that's it. Good. It's something you never want to buy yourself either. No, you want it to be a good, good solid investment of somebody else's money. <laughs> oh, 100%. So Jess, what was the riskiest thing? Um, riskiest thing I've done? Well, like the going one self-employed. Going self-employed in the pandemic is pretty... Right. Pr- pretty... Uh, that's risky full on and I've toyed around it with for ages but I was like do you know what sales going well like why am I not doing this mm-hmm. um and it, it didn't like it was like it, financially it was going to be fine it was like I, I had belief in the fact that I would be okay it was just like that that first leap but I'm a little bit like like Sasha she would never do a skydiver, a bungee jump. I'm very much like rip the plaster off. That's me. I would rather just quickly go in and do it before. I could just show you that video of me jumping in that pool in Malta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was absolutely like a, yeah, like a rock pool. I was absolutely terrified, but I was like, I need to do it. Yeah, I know. Oh, because it's like for me, I, I, I don't know. I have to take that risk because I'm, otherwise, I'm like, Why I'd, I, I would regret it later. I would regret that I'd not done it. So yeah. going on holiday and jumping in a, I don't know, what, 20 foot. Rock pool. It's not even that high, but I was absolutely bricking it. Yeah, I'm such a wimp. I'm the biggest wimp ever. I don't think I would do a bungee jump. I would do a skydive. So I have done a skydive and I would do another skydive tomorrow. I would do Ugh. Oh, God, yeah, I would love to. I did one in Australia over like the Great Barrier Reef and it was. That sounds amazing to be fair. Unreal. I wouldn't still would do it. <laughs> it was an unreal experience. Like I would I would do it again. Um, a bit, there's a bit of like a danger of death element to it. I don't know there is and there isn't like there is in the sense that obviously you are jumping out what was mine fourteen thousand feet yeah it's a bit high for me but it was it was literally like one of the best experiences of yeah. my life okay so yeah there's that um what else um when i was 19 i went and worked over in america Oh, yeah, for a summer cool. that's cool which was i don't really it's not really that risky but i'd not really traveled a lot at that point so i went over and did a t- soccer 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 yes soccer. 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 soccer for like seven weeks over in america that's so that was cool. that was pretty cool um while all my other mates were like having their first like summer at home and stuff so it was it was a bit it, but i went with a couple of um my uni friends but it was a bit of a risk but i loved it um that's cool. I'd do that. It was really fun. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was, um, and then afterwards I did a little bit of traveling, went to like Miami and um, New York and stuff, that's which again, cool. like you don't earn a lot of money doing Camp America. No, that's the thing. Like it's literally experience. Yeah. To do something like that. Which you hardly, pretty cool. you hardly get paid it. And then just have to. And what did you learn? Oh, what did I learn? That's a good question. Um, I learned that I never wanted to be a teacher. Oh, really? Because I was living with the kids, so right. it was a stayover camp. So I looked after eighth graders, which were like the thirteen-year-olds, yeah. which they were all they were all lovely, but it definitely highlighted to me that I didn't want to be a teacher. Yeah, okay. Um, but I always really liked kids, and I was that was a, like a thought where I thought mm, maybe I would be a teacher maybe mm. when I graduate, and then I was like, mm. yeah. so it taught me a really good lesson in the sense that I didn't want to be a teacher. Um, Taught me a lesson that Americans don't really get our sense of humour. No. That much. I made I made um one really good mate who is actually a um she is the 
fitness coach and she was a bit of physiotherapy no um for the usa men's rugby sevens sick so she's she was based in san diego but she's mm. in oregon now she moved back she's pregnant at the minute mm. danny she i'm still friends with her and still in touch with her um so but yeah anyone else like it's just two different senses of humor like what we laugh at they don't laugh at yeah because we take the piss a lot like our sense of humor it is literally theirs like, is a bit more like slapstick yeah like, like obvious humor yeah. ours is more like making fun of people yeah but then they're like well why would you want to make fun of someone i'm like because it's funny, because it's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's yeah. banter god yeah i'd struggle with that yeah i, I loved i i'm a i'm a piss taker i love i love mm-hmm. a little bit of a dig but don't know, there was loads of like um there was loads of english people there's quite a few irish girls as well mm-hmm. there it was an all girls camp mm-hmm. And then there was quite uh, quite a few American um, stuff. And then it also made me, um, my le- lesson was, oh my God, these kids don't know how good they've got it. Really? Yeah, so some of the kids who were there, so I looked after the eighth graders, they probably paid about, so for seven weeks, they probably paid about $10,000 for eh? seven weeks. Crikey. And then the ones, so we went up to 15-year-olds, I can't remember what they were, they paid, I think it was like $17,000 because like the higher they went up in the mm. age groups, they got like better trips. Right, okay. So like the eighth graders, we took them to Boston because we were in Massachusetts and yeah. we were like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Boston was about an hour and a half, right. like, I think. So we took them there for overnight yeah. for like two nights during the whole seven weeks. Oh, that's cool. But then the other people went to like, um, uh, oh my God, what was it called? Just like somewhere around the Yeah, corner. somewhere else. Yeah, that was yeah. like really, like it was a flight away. Ah. So they paid more, but it was all included. They get all their accommodation, they get all the food, they get like, it's literally just like activity central. So like I talk like football yeah. all day long, um, like five or six days a week. Um, yeah. So, and then there was like gymnastics, there was tennis, there was the, there was like the swimming pools. There was, we were on a lake. So there was like water skiing um there was like dance arts crafts all that stuff so there's loads of loads of, and like one of my friends was one of my friends did um what did she do one of them was at arts and crafts and then the other one was in like dance i think um yeah it was good and everyone was just like set in different areas and then and it's over summer right yeah yeah i can totally see why parents would do it like a summer kids but that's like more normal entertain them and it's like yeah just bugger off it's much bit. more normal in america sending your kids away for yeah. summer and then the parents would have the choice to come visit them halfway through. And like some parents would be like, nah. Nah, they'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see, see them the rest of the year. See, see, see the end of the summer. No, but, but yeah, they were and all the all the kids, all their parents were like the physios for like the LA Lakers, or like so, they lived, yeah. or like the dad was like a producer with Jay-Z or oh, like stuff like that. And it was like so about 17 grand or whatever. Oh, it was like yeah. a drop in the ocean. Yeah, it was a really. Cool. But yeah, that was really cool. They also taught me um, the value of water because I got dehydrated and passed out. Um, I took my, took the kids to um, took the kids to Harvard to watch a football match. Right. It was like the women's football match, and um, in the stands, I was like, "Oh my god, my stomach kills!" Like, don't know why it hurts so much. And then I was like crippled over, and I was like, "Oh my god, I literally I'm in so much pain. I think I'm gonna faint." I was like, "Is my appendix burning?" Oh I don't my know god. what's going on. And then, um, like the like paramedic yeah. people in the sands had to like carry me down into one of the ambulances, <laughs> into one of the ambulances, and because um, it, it was aircon, it was really yeah. hot as well. And then um, they gave me some of those electrolyte things on my tongue oh, yeah. when I came round, 
and again they were like you're just really really um dehydrated so wow because I just and I didn't I didn't drink enough water and I didn't value my nutrition at all and I actually was playing football no it's not about weight all the time Mm -hmm. but I actually put on about a stone in seven weeks and I was playing football every day so I was exercising every day having a good scram oh I was just loving the scram loving the ranch dressing oh yeah ranch dressing uh staff nights on a Monday night it was um Domino's but decent Domino's because American Domino's was it Domino's yeah I'm sure it was but you would get like, but the pizzas are massive, portion oh, yeah, sizes are yeah, massive. massive yeah. So I'd have one of them to myself and then staff meeting like two hours later, whatever Ben and Jerry's flavor you could ever imagine. Oh And my I would God. just get a full one to myself and be like. I respect that. And then every morning I would have like, oh, what American cereal can I have today? <laughs> so I just went Captain in. Captain Crunch. I just did, and this is a point where I wasn't educated about nutrition. Yeah. Didn't really care about my nutrition. Yeah. Didn't know about what, what it did for my body. And it wasn't until I remember like right at the end of camp, I had some like little denim shots and I was like, a chafe where they didn't used to be a chafe <laughs> I was like this is uncomfortable and I was like what's happened and then like obviously didn't weigh myself yeah. all over summer and got home and was like oh I actually have gotten quite a bit of weight um and I felt really rubbish as well I felt really groggy like no energy mm-hmm. but it just shows doesn't it that people think oh I want to lose weight so I need to do more and more exercise oh my god I was and doing tons at, uh, not that this is me saying like if you want to lose weight you shouldn't be exercising because obviously that's ridiculous but exercise makes you hungry mm. so you know like um I spoke about this before but like when Ross Edgley did that swim oh my god yeah he, yeah. Gained, he gained 10 kilos and, and it's so people are oh, I, I need to lose weight and you need to go to the gym more it's like mm, quite often when you train more you probably get gain weight yeah because you're hungrier um and this is yeah, this is when people like um don't it's like the meme you sent me this morning where it's like I'm so tired of the video I'm so tired all the time have you had breakfast today no no I've done coffee though yeah it's not the same no everybody needs food yeah you know, yeah exactly you know food yeah it helps with that <laughs> you have the energy stuff that you don't have yeah you've had like a fucking americano and, yeah yeah and I think it's about like yeah, camp and stuff and I was like 100% kind of knackered Drink some water, Jess. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Stop drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> why do we, why do, as humans, why do we think we can just get away with murder when it, when it comes to, like, basic human needs? Yeah. We're like, food? No. Nah. Sleep? Mm, nah, I don't need that. Water? Nah. And like, I, I think that was probably like the unhealthiest part of my life. Mm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. But I didn't, I didn't know any better either. Like, and it was doing me wrong. Like I knew, oh yeah, eat some vegetables, have some fruit, Jess. But I think it was almost like kid in a candy shop. I'd been away from home for like the first yeah. time, apart from like a girl's holiday or whatever when I was younger. And it was like all the American food that I'd never been to America before. I was like, oh my God, like I can go to Target. Oh my God, get, I bet the supermarkets are amazing. Yeah, go to Target and get like so much pick and mix yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And it was mega. And then... But just didn't even think about how I felt. I don't think you, I don't, maybe you do. I just, I think, I think people now who are like in their teens are so much more aware. So maybe even too aware. Yeah, probably potentially even too aware. But I, I just didn't even have an idea. I didn't think, oh my God, this is making me feel rubbish. I'd be like, just, I just like tweet sweets. I used to go on the way back from school, we used to go to this bakery called Martin. I don't know if it's a chain. I don't know. Anyway. Have and, you um, seen that? Um, 
What? Speaking of that American girl who went to Greg's recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, GR Eggs. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it was so similar to Greg's, but just like a little bakery. And they used to do these donuts and they were called Mr. Blobby Donuts. <laughs> I'm talking, it was this. Oh, place. massive. Massive donuts, pink icing, yellow spots, face on it. And they were like three for a quid. And on the way home, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
Get off your phone. Yeah, because then at least if you're laying in bed and you've not fallen asleep because you've just been laying in bed, you've done everything you can exactly. to help yourself out. It's not like, oh, exactly. I, like I said to you, I didn't go to bed as early as I normally like, last yeah. night because I was watching TV. That's my own fault. Yeah. It's not anybody else's. Yeah, it's not like people blame, like, oh, yeah, but, like, so, fuck society for a second. Like, all society of, of, of you know, said that we should, and it's like, right? <laughs> and how about, right, how about we don't, it's not done us very good so far, has it? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you just got to ignore the norm a bit. Like, yeah, okay, some people do go to extreme. I'm not saying that every single night you should be in bed at the exact same minute at the exact same time, but, like, at least have, like, a ballpark. Yeah, and he said it's like that um, that window. I said I had a call with a client the other day, oh. and I was like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to, like, do a set amount of things all the time. Like, yeah. give yourself a little bit of, like, Ball a bracket. totally, yeah. Yeah. I don't go to bed at the exact same time. Um, no. But there's definitely a certain time where I'm in bed. And it's just, and, it, and the thing is, people are like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, but, you know, um, you know, me and my husband like to do this or something, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but th- that's what you want to do. You don't have to do it. All I'm saying is you've said to me that you want to make health a priority and I'm telling you an easy thing that you can do. And if, if you don't want to do it, then it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. But... That's, that's my job. You're you're asking me a question. I'm giving you the best possible answer that I have right now, and this is it. And if if that answer isn't what you wanted to hear, then unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It is. It, it, you always say you always say that to me. Like, um, what, what is it you say that always makes me laugh? Where if we have a choice, right? You like, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Like yeah. with dieting, don't do it then. <laughs> if you don't want to diet, don't, don't do it then. Don't do it. Literally, yeah. it's like it, it, the thing is, we we have the choice to do whatever we want. I totally get that, um, but also we also have the choice to not do that. I, it's like Stephen Bartlett says, um, quitting. Sometimes quitting is the best thing you can yeah, do. Yeah. And people are like, oh no, quit! Don't, never give up. Never give up. It's like if something is no longer serving you and it's doing you more harm than good, quit. Yeah. Stop doing it. Yeah. If you're dieting and, and it's getting to the point where you're like pass out of a fucking football match <laughs> in Harvard or like you feel terrible or you start to um actually feel worse than you did before you like why would you c- continue that just for the, just to save face and just be like oh no I never gave up it's like okay <laughs> but yeah but now you're in a worse position yeah it's a detriment to your actual overall exactly home. it's like me and Saudi could yeah, I you- could I have carried on oh, of course I could yeah. I could have just been like, oh yeah, whatever. I know they're being stupid, but I'll just, I'll just forget about it. Mm-hmm. It's like no, I knew that staying there was doing me more harm than good, so I left mm-hmm. in the middle of a fucking pandemic, unemployed, and but it was just it. The outcome was no longer worth. The yeah, process and that's what me. yeah, that's what he says, isn't it? It's such a big one. It's like if you're not as asked about the outcome anymore, why are you trying so hard about the yeah. process? Whereas the process yeah. has got to be worth it. It's like oh, because I've said. I've said that I, I'll said that I do it. I've said that I do this. It's like this is why people get caught up in like um, there's no political rant or anything. But like a lot of the time, people like anti-vaxxers, and even like Dan and I are watching like some flat Earth funny videos. <laughs> I am almost sure that a lot of the anti-vaxxers and flat Earthers probably no longer believe what they think. But they're, but they're too far gone now and it's too much of an identity shift but, and they've posted stuff on Facebook and they've told their mates and now to be like 
oh I've actually changed my mind is almost like more embarrassing than saying the embarrassing stuff in the first place but what did um we said this the other day didn't we it's like people are too worried about being a hypocrite yeah whereas ultimately sometimes it's fine sometimes it's fine to go look guys I've changed my mind we we even said this about coaching and stuff like um if someone says to us oh I remember you saying that and we're like yeah I don't think that anymore I don't oh they changed their mind about that People know, yeah, we said that in the other podcast the other day, didn't we? People who never change their mind never change anything. It's like, there's nothing wrong with, I've changed my mind about loads of stuff in my life. Oh God, yeah. That's, loads. And that's that's absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. So never be like, we're talking about failures and stuff, but like, there's nothing wrong with quitting. Yeah. If you just don't want to do it anymore. Like, for example, I know you're not going to, but just training for a marathon. If the training got to the point where, it was running her down and she didn't enjoy it anymore and it was adding stress to her life and it was shit and I'd be like Jesse you know you don't have to do this marathon right mm. but some people will be like no I've, I've signed up for it I've said I'll do it I've said mm. I'll do it it's like no like again if okay so you finish it and it's like yeah but now you're fucking life's in tatters <laughs> but there's like, a, there's like a weird line isn't there because like even the other day I said to you oh I can't be asked with these runs yeah yeah the weather's shit and it's like calling yourself out on the days where you're like yeah it's circumstantial yeah of course it will pass this too shall pass yeah or the fact that it is actually how you feel and, yeah, yeah. and I think that's the same like me with my job I did it for nine months where I was like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna leave I'm gonna have my notes and I'm gonna like proper like teetering on the yeah, edge yeah. and I give it enough time it, it might be shorter for them that for some people it might be a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and I've definitely um, stopped working with clients because they've come to me and they've said, Jess, it's not the right time at the minute. Yeah. So I've got a lot on mentally, whatever. Mm. And I don't want to be like, that's not a good enough excuse. Yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. it's not an excuse, it's a reason. Yeah. And ultimately, like, that's Sasha and I's job is, is a health thing. So yeah. if it is having a negative impact on their health, then we need to kind of go, well, we're sad to see you go as a client, but ultimately your health priority. Yeah, and that absolutely. includes the mental side of things. No, absolutely. Yeah, I think... It, it was Stephen Bartlett and he was saying that he went into, he put loads of money into a company. He did it for like mm. over a year. He was like, no, this is it. And then it got to a point where he was like, no, I don't think this is the right. And he just literally cut it. Yeah. And that's, I think, okay, yeah, good idea. Cut it. If you're not going to get anything out of it, but we're too scared to do that. Almost, It's like a pride thing, isn't it? Like we were saying before, it's like, I don't want people to think that. I yeah, but you, that. you've got to do it here. And like one of my best mates in Sienna today, I was saying to you, she's like been at a startup company, like it's going, the company's doing really well, it's growing, mm-hmm. but she's just like, it's not for me, it's too much pressure, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's leaving and it's like, I totally understand why. Whereas to the outside in, people will be like, oh my God, but it's an amazing startup, it's that brand, whatever. She's like, no, I just, it's not yeah, good for me. Shit. Yeah, you don't know, you're not an inside or you're not, you're not seeing what I see or mm-hmm. you don't feel the way I feel. And, that, and that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And like, the lessons that you learn from that, I think over your lifetime as well, of being able to learn to say, ah, that's enough, is actually one of the best enough. lessons you can have. And people don't say it enough, I think. Enough is enough. Like, this stops now. Yeah. It's like we were saying, talking about failures, and then I went, like, all oh, relationship failures, blah, blah, blah. And that's the one thing I think that we are not, like, we could be stuck in a, quote, I use the, the word relationship <laughs> on a very loose term. Um, stuck in something that's like just absolutely destroying you but you're like oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. just because you don't want anyone to think that it's bad or whatever it's like we don't say right this ends now Stephen 
Interesting, but like, oh, <laughs> the first thing that came to your head. This this ends now. Like you're a knob, and I'm getting out of it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and we don't do that enough. I've got uh, friends who sometimes I'll say to them like, "Is there a reason you're still like entertaining this guy? Because he sounds like a right knob." Mm. Oh no, because sometimes he'll like make me dinner, and I'm like, and 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 that makes up for the mm. other like ninety percent when he's being a toe rag. Yeah. Honestly, we do it too much. I used to do it all. God, I was the worst for it. But those relationships as well that we've had in the past, like every a negative or positive relationship I've had has been a lesson where I'm like, well, I don't take that shit anymore. Yeah. Or oh actually, my God, definitely. Or actually that worked, like that worked, that didn't work, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a, it's a steep learning curve when you go through like the dating life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it makes you notice things. Like, um, when I first went to Dan's house, I was like, I can do this because we're on video. And I was like, <laughs> and he, he, he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, looking for red flags. <laughs> and I was like, and I even, <laughs> I sniffed his bed sheets. That's so weird. Yeah, I know, but I'm so glad I did it. I just went. What, just to see if he was clean? I, yeah, I went. I went, hmm. And he didn't know I was coming over, so he, he didn't did. plan And it. he didn't know I smelled his cheeks. No, and he saw me do it. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, they smell clean. He was like, yeah, they are. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Suspicious. And then I was like, there's books next to your bed. He was like, yeah. I was like, what kind of books? And they were just like, "There's." I think there was some like classics and then some travel books. And I was like, so you read, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, hmm, interesting. And then, like, he had, like, vegetables in his fridge. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I was like, no, I really like it. you still you had, like, a magnifying glass and a trench coat. Yeah, and I, I, one of those blue lights that tests the, like, stains <laughs> yeah. on the bed. No, but I just remember thinking, like, hmm. And I don't know if he just does something that's, like, nice and doesn't expect anything in return. Or, I don't know, just just is normal. Mm. Like, hmm. Hmm. Well, Matt does that to me if like I'll bring him like a beer or a cup of tea mm. through to the living room and be yeah. like hmm <laughs> without asking I'm like oh I just thought you wanted one hmm. interesting interesting eh but because we're so used to poor behavior <laughs> you know and to the yeah. point where someone will do something awful and I'll say it to another person they're like whoa 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 Sash that's not normal you know like you shouldn't be doing that and I'm like huh it's funny <laughs> Yeah, because they've done that a lot, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, not on. You should. They shouldn't be doing that." It's like, ah, so that ah. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, relationship ones, relationship failures are a good one, aren't they? Definitely teaches you <laughs> what not shit to put up with. Yeah, I've got some stuff that's so bad. That, no, sorry, I couldn't say it on here. But the tip that taught me the most. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, you need to say that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you over lunch. Okay. <laughs> Can you not say you know somebody who... I know someone. To. Let's call her Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> she met someone at work. <laughs> no, I've just been... I've just been from some absolute, like, genuine, like, narcissistic personality disorder mm. as in not like you know people say oh he's a narcissist it's like oh, yeah okay he's probably just a knob genuine like you have major 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 issues oh my god yeah same yeah definitely yeah and like where people do something where you go huh 
Like yeah. you it, should be in a mental asylum. Yeah, why you do like I don't get it. Mm. And it's like one of those things as well, right? I remember like I'd say it to my friends, like, oh, he's done this, and they'd be like, is he off his head? And I'm like, I'm glad it's not me just yeah, thinking. Yeah, because you think that it's your It's fault. me being yeah, like, yeah. and I'm like, am I being over the top? I'm overacting. Yeah. Then I'm like, no, that is weird. Yeah. It's yeah, but it's like um the whole obviously the whole like messaging thing is a big thing. Like, oh, he, you know, he didn't text me back, and you're getting that feeling when like they've not messaged you. And you're like on edge, and then the minute that message comes, and you're like, oh, "That is what I don't miss. I don't miss oh that. God, I don't miss that. That was have you seen? Oh, have you seen that thread feeling. now on like um, on uh, uh, reels or TikTok or whatever? Where it's like uh, romantic messages that my husband sent me. <laughs> it's like, but the, the least romantic message ever, and it's like, okay, it's like, have you done this yet? Or like, like really, like <laughs> the one aggressive ones. I wonder if there's any between me and Matt that I'll be able to find that makes you laugh, like some that god i've got no yeah but it's like not like it's just general yeah but um, even, even with obviously i'm talking dan's gonna be like oh well, you mentioned me loads in the pod but like even when like he'd messaged me just like mid-morning like how's your day going darling and i'd be like huh yeah like a nice message why are you being a nice suspicious. message um and it's been every day so far i'd be like yeah, I'm a bit. Want I well, I was Matt said this. I've just gone up to my messages. He's gonna be like, oh, as if you've announced that. But he put daily reminder that I love you and I'm proud of you. And then I got home and I saw that? it. Um, Wednesday last week. I don't know what I did. It might, makes my how are how are you done? It looked like shit. No, it doesn't. It was just a really nice one, and I didn't know what it. What, and then I got home and I've only seen it, and I was like, oh, I've not seen this yet. And I was like, oh, what was that for? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah. and I was like. I, I, I was like I need to know specifically. <laughs> that, that is such a female trait. That we, why do we do that? It's weird. Boys don't want to know any information about anything, no. but we're like... I was like, specifically, yeah. what are you proud what of? Did, what, what thing did you think of in your head that made you think, oh. <laughs> and they're like, just fucking take the compliment. And I'm like, no. <laughs> why did you say that? And what were your reasons? Go and get strobe light out. Yeah. Is there a reason you said that? Did, did you see something? Did you do reminded? something? Did you do something? Yeah. Why are we like that? Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's God, I'm the worst. Yeah, because I was like, I want to know. And he was like, I don't know. Like, he was like, who was going to reply this sort of questioning? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have said, said it. it. When really, you're super happy that you got the message. Yeah. You can't believe that someone's actually sent that to you and they didn't do anything bad. They're just sending it to you out of the goodness of your own heart. Mm. And sometimes, yes. And when you've had some shit storms, you can't believe that like you know what your friends say like oh you know when you meet the right person like you it will just you won't have to worry about all this because it won't happen I was just like no nah, sorry can't relate <laughs> can't relate and then when you do you're like uh oh it, that's what I was thinking it's like when you when you I think I remember when I first got with Matt and I just thought it's too, it's too easy yeah like mm. why is this so easy like I was very suspicious He's I was like cheated on me yet <laughs> Or, or just the fact I was like, no, oh, we just arranged to meet up and then it happens. It's all very smooth. And, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's arranged, no mind games. Yeah, or... he arranged drinks at a certain time. And there. I arrived and he was there. <laughs> he, he agreed, yeah. He organised something and showed up. Showed up. Yeah, it's... That's weird. Yeah, especially when you've had, like, shit mm. before. Yeah. God, yeah. that is funny. Yeah. To be honest, that. we're painted by picture. There's definitely people like who haven't been played that part in my life as well. Yeah. No, for sure. But <laughs> you I only do. remember the bad ones. I, you only remember the bad ones. I've had a couple of good ones, but can't have been that good. 
Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, relationship failures. Um, but again, you learn obviously very, very cheesy, but you do learn some vital lessons. From and yeah, and you learn what works for you yeah. and like what definitely doesn't work. What's a red flag straight away mm-hmm. and what's not? Yeah, but even in our job, like obviously I don't have anyone like this now, but I've had relationships, client coach that I've had to bring to the end because I'm like, I don't. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. No, but also like, uh, this is right at the beginning they didn't last but I you know I've had a client be like dead rude to the point where I'm like whoa 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 hold on a sec it's a service exchange isn't it you've got to remind yourself of that when people are like yeah I'm a human being you know like well and that's you know that's again but it teaches you that some people aren't supposed to you're not supposed to talk to people like that yeah I don't care if if you're paying me you're not paying me to be a knob yeah (laughs) leave me alone (laughs) stop being horrible so true it is isn't it and you just have to knock these things on the head sometimes but again like you you learn these boundaries and you learn that people that is not what people should act like no and then you also as well like I don't know about you but as as time goes on um a failure of a client who hasn't fit then teaches you more confidence yeah later in life the lesson that you learn is to then call anybody out that you do get hopefully yeah. you don't get like that in the yeah. future because you see it early on but you can be like look I'm confident enough in my coaching abilities and the fact that I've got people waiting to work with me to go I don't need this shit yeah so if you if you're going to bring it then you might want to look elsewhere yeah yeah I'm going to stand for that shit because as well it's like Sasha and I are professionals but at the same time like we're people we won't yeah and I always think as well there's there's like it's a difference between that female coach and guy coach I think guy coaches are a lot more like like yeah like yeah. they're a lot more harsh whereas we probably go about it a nice way first yeah yeah but then sometimes you need to obviously assess the situation and sometimes people need a bit tough love I've had some like tough conversations people just like this need yeah this needs to stop what's going on there like why are we do are we here again <laughs> like, it's not, you know it's no fun for me either you know like we've done all this and we've when we've gone completely backwards and we've done this and we've gone completely backwards They've been in charge of like what you know what they think will work, and I've said what I think will work. And then there's been certain occasions where they've gone against what I've said, but I've been like, okay, let's just see. And I'm like, are we back here again? Yeah, is this the same place? Is this yeah. the same place? Because I don't want to. I don't. Do you, do you think that me programming the same thing over and over again in different blocks is fun? Because I can tell you now that it's not. I <laughs> <laughs> can tell you now if you want to do it, and you, you don't not. enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. So how about we actually have like a proper conversation on the phone or in Zoom or in whatever. And actually make a proper plan rather than just going back and forward. And they're like, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, Sash, you're right. I need to do this. Yeah, you do need to. And I think as well, like, I'm not that, I don't like confrontation. No, oh, no. I'm like, I hate it. Mm -hmm. So when I have, when it comes to that, I don't like it as much as, like, as anybody. So it's like, if I'm doing it, you know that is because I'm like, this is the last option. It's come to this, this is the last option. We need to have this conversation for this relationship to go further. 100%. Obviously, with relationships outside of work, you just just knock it on the end. There's probably no... If it's, like, been going terribly, there's probably no conversation you can have to fix it. But with, like, coach-client stuff, sometimes you do have to have these, like, grim conversations. Yeah. But they, you know what? I think sometimes they really help because you're like okay we've both been completely transparent here we know what's up let's let's go forward nothing you know nothing behind closed doors just like no this is how it, it works is. so much better so much better you feel like you've got much better like plan ahead 
and then you feel like you're both on the same page and you can yeah. actually make a difference then yeah so I think that's good but there's definitely there's definitely failures in uh in relationships but I don't think I've ever done I don't think I've ever like made big like fitness failure well mm. uh tried a few fad diets in my time yeah bit of a fitness failure but then a lesson massive lesson Huge hey don't work hey <laughs> Um, we knew it didn't but we did yeah we just did it anyway but at the time I was like oh it seems says what it like does what it says on the tin it makes you lose weight and I was like "Hmm, why do I feel like shit (laughs) why is my skin (laughs) grey yeah it was literally like why do I look like I've got jaundice Um, yeah I've lost weight but I look ill um is this what it's supposed to do yeah (laughs) like I've got jaundice (laughs) it is like yellow hey this isn't the tanabot (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've lost weight but uh my hair's falling out (laughs) yeah can't keep my eyes open at work um miserable um got need, the shit need to sleep need to, to get sleep rid of the get, sense yeah. of hunger yeah <laughs> i'm hungry i know that yeah yeah i guess like a failure yeah a failure more of a like oh dear but yeah. some people, I think some people need to make those mistakes yeah so. you do and I think for me it was like I did it mm-hmm. it was like wow okay let's not do that yeah and even like even with things that I've done with um clients mm-hmm. things that I've done in my business model of how I've worked over time I'm like well that worked oh that did not work let's, yeah. not, do Ooh, let's not do that again yeah but you have to and I think as well like um le- like learn to fail quick is, yeah. a, is, a, is a good motto in business especially mm-hmm. and and in health like for example if you're doing Slimming World for the eighth year round, you're not learning it quick. No. <laughs> you're doing it again. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. Good ties. For God's sake. No, no, uh, no, absolutely. But then I think that, you know, sometimes my mum says this to me sometimes, or like friends say it to me, they're like, oh, my friend's doing this. And I keep telling them, and I'm like, you know, if, if honestly, if someone that's not a client comes up to me and goes, oh, yeah, I'm doing this um diet whatever you know what I do and they're like what what do you say I'm like good one I yeah. don't care yeah I do not do you know care. What, do you get this as well when you go out on nights out where people sometimes try to talk to you about fitness oh my god and sometimes I'm just like I don't I don't actually want to talk about it like, oh you're PT oh so I had this for breakfast I'm like yeah I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah um why yeah <laughs> well I, I tried this and I'm having this but is this good is this bad for you I'm like yeah this conversation it's not the over. channel place yeah <laughs> it was a yeah it is it, it's one of those things it's like it, don't get me wrong it's nice to talk about it and again but you're like I just a bit, bo- a bit bored about talking about it all the time but also sometimes you you feel like you're at work all the time and and well, especially like you say when non-clients come up to you yeah. to talk about fitness when you're on a night out or right. like going to a family occasion oh, yeah. and you're like I don't excuse me I don't <laughs> what do you do for a living yeah. let's talk about yeah like uh, someone who did it to me worked in hospital I was like right let's talk about medicines <laughs> yeah on, yeah exactly so sometimes you don't want to talk about it in fact oh god I'm mentioning him again he's gonna be like oh, yeah obsessed with me um but we were going to a wedding and I said oh can you just tell everyone I'm an accountant <laughs> and he was like why I was like I'm gonna say I'm an accountant he was like why would you do that you've got a cool job and I'm like because the conversations I have with people one at the minute I say when when people hear personal trainer they think on a diet all the time runs a 5k every day yeah. um, eats chicken and broccoli. and also they have, they have this like image of what they think that you do 100 
I went out to the pub once and we was with some of Matt's friends and one of his girl, one of his, one of Matt's girlfriends. <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? This hey. is my, hey, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Friday, yeah. it's my turn. Um, no, one of Matt's friends' girlfriends, I don't see her very often, um, but we ordered pizza and she was like, I cannot believe you're eating pizza. There you go. And I was like, I, can't deal with this I was like, drinking? are you having this? She, and she got, she got steamy and I got I yeah. drunk. And she was like, I'm going to take a picture of video of it. No. Picture of you eating a pizza. No. And I was actually like, to Matt, I was like, I don't, what? I almost don't feel like what's, what's going to happen with that picture? Like, it's yeah, not going to ruin like, my brand. Local like, personal trainer found eating pizza. <laughs> That's why I don't, yeah, I don't like the question. They think that you, eat vegetables all day drink protein shakes go to the gym all the time don't have any fun um wear your active wear everywhere are you like hey guys that was such 2012 yeah, you've got uh, the wrong model I've, uh, yeah wrong model <laughs> i've upgraded since then but that's why i don't want to say it and he was like no he was like i'm not telling people you're an accountant i was like well i'm gonna say it because not that i know that people can do that but I've even been in situations where I've been, oh yes, Ashley's a personal trainer, and people have been eating something and they've been like, oh, don't look at what I'm eating. I'm like, I'm what not looking fuck? at what you're eating. What the, yeah. what the fuck do you think I do for a living? Your job is actually to do this. <laughs> people pay me and Sash to, we, we are, me and Sash sit in the bushes behind restaurants. We know where our clients are going. Yeah. And then just when they're about to take that first bite, you know, like the waiter comes up to you when you're, and ask you how yeah, you food is. So you've got just, like literally like cheese. But ours is the job is that this, and we just go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. People have this very bizarre perception of of what we do. Yeah. And that's why sometimes, I, and I honestly, even Uber drivers. Oh my I god! Always like I made that what? mistake in London recently. Never ever any no. fitness professionals don't. don't tell your Uber drivers. No, because you know what they do? They slap their belly. They go, "How do I get rid of this?" And I'm like. You need, you Wait, need, I'm not being funny, but I'm the, gonna put my headphones in because I'm not having this conversation. I yeah, the guy yeah, the guy did that time to me in London and then he talked to me about his daughter and then he was like, and what do I do? And I was like, in my oh, head, I was no. like, you need to walk everywhere, but your job is to drive everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing no, no, but like it is it, it like and then you're like, oh well always say something that they literally astrophysicists, oh okay, they, I don't even know that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, I study oh. molecular biology. Oh, so where are you going today? <laughs> yeah, oh, just be like, okay. Okay, okay. Hey, not oh. friend, eh? hey, <laughs> And then they start going in that language and you're like, yeah, oh. then they start speaking French and you're like, fuck. There's no uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's so funny. Yeah, never tell. Because people are very bizarre. You... Even, Even like, like relatives. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so prime Ooh, example. Do you, yeah, do you like running? Oh, I bet you've got a banging body under there. Well, I have, but that's not the point. <laughs> well, why? Thank you. Yes. Um, prime example as well of people not understanding what you do is um, we've just moved into a new build. A guy came around the other day to uh, like do the snags on the on the house, just like to fix little bits and bobs mm-hmm. since we've moved in. And um, he came in, and like Monday is my busiest day. It was on Monday. Mm-hmm. And he, it was free. It was only freezing outside the other day. And he came in and he was like, it's all right for some isn't it? Because I was sat on my laptop at home on my chair. Yeah. And he was like, it's all right for you, isn't it? Eh? What do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a coach. Oh, God, I bet it's all right. Cushy job. He literally said that to me. And Matt said he was upstairs like, tee, like laughing because he was like, 
literally your busiest day you're trying to do so much work and yeah, just, yeah all he wanted to do was just chat to you was telling yeah. you how cushy your job is yeah because his job's physical and Matt was like it's just a generational thing though isn't it as well because like for his generation yeah. say he was a late 50s guy yeah he's always worked on trades he's always been a hands-on Labor, guy hands-on. and then he sees me there like this I am busy I am yeah I, I am busy when really oh you're very busy. <laughs> yeah like all that stuff and it's like I am busy, but it just yeah. doesn't look like I'm busy because I'm just sat on a laptop to you. Your definition of busy, like everyone's definition of what a PT should look yeah. like, whatever that it is, it's just that's, those things. Yeah, that's mental. I remember when I went to a, I when I lived in London, I came back up to Manchester for my friend's Halloween party, um, and I was into fitness and I was training to be a PT then. So when I told like my friends uh, back in Manchester, I was like, oh, I'm actually trained to be, be a PT. One of them lifted my T-shirt up and said, oh, let's see a six pack, and I was like. I don't have one. She was like, oh, as if like that was qualified instance. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is but I guarantee that people uh, obviously uneducated people who or people just don't know any better will assume that if you're a personal trainer, you look like a fitness model. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. No, I don't look like a fitness model <laughs> at all. And it's like we've said about it before, does that qualify us to do our job? failure I've had is believing that I needed to have a six pack to be a good coach yeah. in the beginning because I was like because that people that that's how you get clients right people look at you and want to look like you so they so then they work with you and I was like shit I right got a six pack and I remember one of my clients actually said that she's like well no because if you think about it if your PT had a six pack all the time then it probably means that they spend more time training themselves than they do training other people and I was like yeah yeah exactly that makes sense that makes unsustainable sense, Unless, unless you've got the genetics which mean yeah. it is just that way but I actually think that the whole six pack thing is kind of going now yeah I think it's just one of those phases of bodies though isn't it like it's gone from the 90s like square thin yeah. Kate Moss vibe Kate Moss vibe to Kim K I saw a little poster there was, I do think there was like a muscle period maybe in like the 2010s maybe then it went a bit more curvy towards 2020 yeah, now we're in BBL territory. I think coming out of that though, yeah. it's different, isn't it? Because it's all like what your perception of what you, the bodies that you see, isn't it? But, yeah. And it's like what what I think that's what gets me. It's like whatever you find attractive for your own body is what you should be aiming for. Yeah, absolutely. And also what your body can actually do. Like, there's no point you've been like, right? Well, I really like a six pack, mm-hmm. but you're like not willing to live the lifestyle to have that six pack, and also my genetics make it very hard for me yeah. to have a six pack don't chase it yeah like such what? An un- honestly such an un from from two people that have done it it is literally just the most mind-numbingly boring unfulfilling pointless journey that you could ever go on wait <laughs> because of what do you do with it like you do, do a photo shoot no me and Sasha do a photo shoot after this no <laughs> no I-, I think we do need some photos I mean you're not fucking I'm not going to go make, no. you, make you wear my Nike work. You know what, right? But I do think we need a photo for the pod. Yeah, okay, yeah, we can do that. I absolutely, Ab- absolutely, absolutely hate the thought of someone taking pictures of me in the gym. <laughs> I can't stand it. I did a photo shoot once. I said this to Sash because we got about social media. <laughs> Sash hates hate, it. I hate it. Honestly, it makes me so, like, uh, someone messaged me a couple months ago and said oh hi um uh, we're doing like this shoot for this fitness wear and it, they were filming it in our gym it's a mm. crossfit gym um 
and they were like no offense but we've got like a, a blonde someone who's quite pale with blonde hair and obviously because you're darker and you got dark, dark hair and you've got like a nice body like we can we use you and I was like no and we're like oh we'll pay you this and I was like no <laughs> and they were like oh, 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 oh if you're busy um, can you rec-? you know I was like I was like, I can't imagine anything more embarrassing. I got paid to do some sportswear stuff for like a thingy brand. But for me, it's, it's good money. No, but for me, like it was but it, it wasn't I, about my it wasn't about my body because it was all jackets and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but it was even even then, it's just it, this is a totally personal thing. If you want, I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. Of course, you know, otherwise, how are you gonna advertise anything? But like for me, yeah, I imagine anything more embarrassing. But if you're, yeah, and I do, to be honest, I like what, a couple of my friends are makeup artists, mm. and I go get my makeup done by them for like weddings or whatever. Yeah. And literally, they'll be like, oh, I need a picture for the Instagram. No. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she's like, we, she's like, well, like, smile. And I'm like, I am smiling. And she's like, you're not smiling. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know how to smile. And then she'll, she'll literally be like, she'll literally, like, my friend Lauren, she'll literally like do this with her hand and she'll be like, look at my hand but turn your chin this way I'm like what <laughs> she's like why are you being weird I'm like I don't know how to do it <laughs> like, like some sort of contortionist I'm like yeah how am I supposed to be I just don't, yeah I'd never be I'd never be a model I just find it I find my body too clumsy yeah to yeah. be but I don't get me wrong like again there's nothing wrong with it I'm just not a very I don't think I I do find it awkward getting my photo taken, but I also understand the value of it. So I, I'm, of I'm less, I'm less bothered about getting my photo taken probably than you. Yeah, I really don't. I don't like it. I don't, I don't know. know. I, find, I think that's why on social media, I'm, I like, obviously I do emails, but I'm more of like a, a writey person just because, I don't know. I just, I just, I think it's because I used to do it all the time. When I look back at that, obviously they were a bit more like thirsty than they would be now. But like, I just think, why don't I? Why did I put that on for everyone to see? Like you can see my boobs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you sticking my bum hey. out, and I'm like, "Fash, go on." These bills aren't gonna pay themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! Look how dark and stormy it is. Yeah. That's a cocktail, isn't it? Dark and stormy. Yeah, rum and ginger. Um. Yeah. So. I guess that's not failure, but we just kind of went off on one about. No, it, 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 it like um, I don't know. It's the failure of you posting those photos. Maybe now makes you cringe a little bit, but it's yeah. something that you need to do to be yeah. like, yeah. yeah, The way that I talk about things on social media then and now, even even oh, I God. look back a, I look back a year ago. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, look. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> I, I well, my my uh, my space. <laughs> What song have you got? No, Facebook, Time Hop is mine so bad. Can no, I can I read mine out? Let me see what you put. I'm going to see if I've got one. I've not got Time Hop, but I've got my I, Facebook. There's some I couldn't, I'd be cancelled instantly. So there's, sure. the, there's, yeah, there's certain stuff. Like oh my God, the photo of me doing that photo shoot has just come up. No way. Oh yeah, that's fine. I do that. I mean. Anyone who's, anyone, I don't think you can see. Decent that. Um. Mine's so bizarre. My my time hop, honestly, is sometimes I think, what on earth was I thinking? Oh god, mine was about one di- one direction eleven years ago. I don't know what I love more: Simon's hair parting or Zayn and Harry. <laughs> How many years ago was that? Eleven. Right, ten years ago. Beyonce's boobs are so juicy. Twelve years ago. 
is still very drunk. Sankey's floor was the place to be last <laughs> night. Bruises. And then in quotation marks, Oi, are you going to bang though? That was all right. Oh my God. I honestly, some of mine are so bad that I, it's full on embarrassing. But also, some of the things I read, I think I've not, I've changed a lot, but there's, there's an essence of me in those, in those Facebook <laughs> like, posts. You still think Beyonce is I still think Beyonce. But you just want to post it these no, days. No, God, there's certain things like being like, I hate like really just yeah, like, random I, people. Yeah, why would, like now if I saw someone say, I hate a blonde hash, well, I'd like hang down. But like at the time you think, or like things that I thought were witty that I posted. Yeah. I'm like, that's actually a bit mean, Jess. Don't be like that. Yeah. Like, in hindsight. I, I said that, something horrible about Katy Perry once. I have nothing against Katy Perry, but she used a, bo- a body double in her video or something. And you could obviously tell that right. it was... And I was just, I was like, um, Katy, your head like, looks too big for your body or something. <laughs> and then I read it, I was like, why did you say Why, yeah. Why does it matter? And I said, like, Nick Grimshaw is a bellend once. I met him in a Nando's once. Really? And I was just like, I didn't need to say that. Yeah, I know, because he'll have read that. You know, I'm, oh my God. Because <laughs> I'm friends with Nick. <laughs> as if Nick Grimshaw cares what I say as well. Yeah, no, but that's now what you'd go to jail for, for trolling. Oh, God, yeah. No, oh, well, you yeah, wouldn't go to jail for that. No, so. no, but, but still at the same time, you do think, these are people too, right? Yeah, and everyone obviously does stupid Yeah, and like when you're younger, you are very, like the way you talk and stuff, it's like... Absolutely. That's why I think now... I'm so much better at my job than I was when I was 25. Mm-hmm. Not that I was bad. Obviously, I, I, I actually think I was okay. But I was, I was, my opinions were my opinions then. Yeah. I was I, so like, this is the way it is because I know the best. And now well, I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm glad that now I'm in, I'm, I've been a coach in my late 20s to my early 30s mm-hmm. rather than in my early 20s because I feel like I would be cringing a hell of a lot more yeah. looking back my approach yeah but then I do right now yeah like if there was anyone listening to this who was like 21 and like wanted to be a PT what would your advice be um ignore the fads mm. um <laughs> like try not to go with your biases on things all the time like you think yeah whatever keto is amazing or whatever yeah. you want to do um follow really good educational yes. people and educate yourself and educate yourself read as much as you can listen to people who have got authority yeah an actual like authority mm-hmm. not just oh i set up a business online yeah. like which is fine mm-hmm. but like okay well what qualifications have you done or what experience have you got yeah. or what like and it is as i saw some um another coach today say like yeah but have you pt has your pt got years and years of experience like this person had 10 mm-hmm. or whatever years i'm like yeah of course that's nice but everyone has to start somewhere yeah so don't like diminish those people no, who are just starting because realistically i'm still like i'm like four mm-hmm. years into coaching it's still quite in its um, infancy yeah, yeah. but i would hate for somebody to like put other people down because actually that person could be there'll be people who aren't coaches who are more knowledgeable than some coaches who are coaches. Do you know what I mean? There'll be people that have been coaching for 20 years that have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. They've just got a client base because they've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, we know some people, don't we? Absolutely. Oh god. Oh. Oh, oh. oh god. No, but um yeah, everyone starts somewhere. So so you can't just say that like, oh, I wouldn't work with them because of that, but 
if I was a client at my age, personally, I wouldn't go to a 21 year old. But I think a 21 year old would probably be fine uh, training like older students or people their age. Yeah. And like when when you're starting out, you're learning anyway and you're just absorbing as much as you can. And And by the time they're 30, they'd probably be really good. If they, if they stay with coaching, that is how yeah. many coaches? What what is the ninety ninety two percent don't make it past a year, I think. And I actually know some people who started coaching at the same time as I did, and they're not coaching not anymore. anymore. Yeah, because they they think that it's just going to be getting paid to train and living a healthy life and easy money and blah blah. It's not, and, and it's, it's like not. when you first start as well. It's it's it is a bit shit when you first start. God, you do it. Like getting Six in the fa- morning, yeah, getting up yeah, working really late, not getting paid a lot because you don't know your worth, you don't know how to set your business up, yeah, your systems are shit, napping in the middle of the day, eating, eating, eating random. shit, not having enough time to train yourself, uh, burnt out, basically living a life of cognitive dis- dissonance where you, you, your life looks nothing like your values and oh, not at all, Jess, Sasha's going to continue. <laughs> oh God. I feel like one of those cats that gets left in front of the phone and someone leaves. leaves. I can't continue on my own. Another parcel. I've had two since I've been here. What is it? It's a parcel for Matt. Oh, it's these little golf things that he's playing. They're like little sensors that go on the end of your club. So then oh, when yeah. it hits it, it tells him how far he's hit it. Unpopular opinion. Golf is the most boring sport known to man. <laughs> Maybe it's a popular opinion, actually. It's a good way to ruin a good walk. Well, no, actually, the golf course that Matt plays at, it's really nice to go walk walk around. Yeah, and then you ruin it by playing golf. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah <laughs> essentially. It is, to be honest, I would actually do I think it's one of those spots I'd do when I retire. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, cheers. Good we part. should probably wrap, wrap it up. Yeah, me and Sasha can have some lunch. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. I hope this is all recorded okay. Otherwise, we're absolutely yeah, just screwed. Oh, my God. Imagine. Yeah. All good. Well done, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. If you've stayed for the whole YouTube video. Episode 27. Is, uh, I kind of forgot what we've been recording. We're recording this in the past. So it's Saturday, the 4th of December. You'll be listening on Wednesday, the 8th. Future. And if when you're listening to this, I'm having my arm tattoo finished. So I'll be in the pit, pits of hell. I'll probably um, be on a run. But yeah, yeah, you, you'd definitely be on a run. But yeah, thanks. Thanks guys. for joining us, guys. And if you like this one, if you liked um, the YouTube format, drop us a comment below and um, we will... And if people like it, we'll put more effort into the filming and actually film it properly. Yeah. But then we won't be able to all the time because we don't live in the same city. But we can do more We can do more travelling now. Covid's over. Yeah. The vid. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Peace. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.